everyone. Welcome to The Travel Coach, Moving Body, Mind and Spirit. My guest today is a wellness travel coach and founder of The Travel Coach Network, a growing global network of travel coaches. After traveling to 84 countries solo, she created the World's First and Only Certification Program for Travel Coaches, where she educates and guides other passionate travelers to build travel businesses that align with their expertise and vision. Sahara Rose DeBoer, welcome to The Travel Coach. Hi, Sonia. Thank you so much for having me. You are much welcome. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. And I have lots of questions for you. But first of all, if that's okay, I would like to start with your personal story. So just to set up the scene, can you tell us more about your relationship with travel growing up? What memory do you have from that phase of your life? Yeah, that's always a really good question because as a world traveler myself, like you said, 84 countries, um, you would think I started doing that as a child when actually I... I'm an only child to a single mom, and we were uh, in a very medium income household. So we didn't travel often. Travel was not something that was um, a yearly thing. Uh, if anything, we did road trips in the family van with my grandparents um, every summer to go visit my grandmother's family in Mexico. So we would drive down um, across the country to go to uh, Mexico to visit them. I had, I have some recollection of those memory of those trips because I was so little, um, more so than the ones I did when the family van up to my, visit my grandfather's family in Montreal, Canada. Those I don't remember much, but that was the extent of my traveling when I was younger. And we took a couple family vacations, you know, to Florida or to Dominican Republic was my first international one and when I was in high school, but that was into a all-inclusive resort. So I was very, you know, isolated from any sort of experiences outside of what the resort wanted you to experience. So I didn't have any really sense of travel or wanderlust or anything like that because it wasn't something that was ingrained in me or I was exposed to as a child. I just remember always being attracted to nature. I've always had uh, struggled with anxiety myself. So being in nature, being outside was always a healing uh, tool for me. So I knew that as I would see movies or magazines and photos of beautiful destinations around the world, I was starting to get a lot more interested. I wanted, I'm also an Aquarius. So I always been attracted to bodies of water, the beaches. And so which I'm sitting right in front of a beautiful oh my God. beach here <laughs> at the moment uh, in my hotel room. Um, and so it just always just makes me happy. So I, when I graduated university or when I went into university, I was never someone also who knew my career path. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I changed majors quite a few times. I really struggled. And I was doing a cross-country uh, move and changing universities halfway through my college years. And I joined a hospitality and tourism management program. Um, just out of nowhere, I had to choose something. I had to choose a school and I came across this program. And I joined there, uh, the program and that was the, the catalyst to growing my interest in 
traveling and the world and travel business and everything. And so when I graduated from university and from that program, I bought my one-way ticket to Ireland and my journey began. Wow. So it came like you, you choose, you said you choose these studies, but were like kind of random. We're not a real passion at that moment. And then this yeah. was after that, that you realized that you wanted to do this more. Yeah, it's, um, it was, I mean, everyone, most people have some sort of interest in travel, right? It, it, who doesn't want to go somewhere, travel somewhere. So when I came across this program, it was the something that gave me more excitement than any other major in university. And I had such a short window of time to choose and find something. So I ran with it. I didn't know what I was going to learn about or anything, but it had the, the theme of travel. So I said, why not? And I learned so much through that program and then um, helped me shape the future of my, of my life and my lifestyle. So you decided to go and backpack and go to Ireland. Yeah, that was my very first uh, trip my trip, first trip solo, my first backpacking trip, I was doing Western Europe and I chose Ireland because it was the furthest. Hi, Virli. Uh, Virli's in the Travel Coach Network. Um, Ireland is the furthest um, country out that I was planning to go to or that I wanted to go to. So I was just going to work my way towards the mainland. That's why I chose Ireland as my first country, which I was glad that I did because it was a nice, uh, um, it is a kind of, it's not a very intimidating place because I hadn't, um, I don't know how you could say it's more westernized. Well, it's a westernized country. So it wasn't a, a huge shock as my first country traveling solo or as a female um, when I'm in my early 20s. So it was a good starter for me. And um, it was, uh, you know, it's I, I speak Spanish, but it was, uh, you know, there's English speakers and everything. So I was less intimidated and less scared to start my journey with Ireland. So I was glad that I chose uh, that country to begin with. Beautiful country. Yeah, that all makes sense. So was in your plan to, how many weeks were you planning to backpacking? How many countries were you planning to visit? Or you just went with the flow? How was it? Yeah, I actually was not planning to travel very long at all. I was planning to travel for, I was gone for a month and a half, I believe it was. And my plan was, I mean, I just graduated university. So my plan was just like many other people's where I, where, um, where I was planning to come back, I was going to find a job, a company to work for and work my way up and do what made my mom proud. And I, even though that didn't resonate with me, that was my game plan. Um, but I knew, like I mentioned, I always struggled with anxiety. And so I knew that I needed this break after graduating from university to give me some time to figure out what made me happy and what I wanted. And I just allowed travel to help me identify and realize that not knowing how long it would take or where it would go or what I would do. I just knew that, well, we all do who travel know that travel is such a healing tool and such a transformative tool to us that um, I was going to find answers to unformed questions that I had at that time in my life. 
And that's when I began that journey. And so I went for a month and a half, I think it was, came home for the holidays for Christmas time, packed another bag. And I went down to Central America for two months after that. And I didn't stop. <laughs> I kept on doing that for 10 more years. Wow. So I'm, I'm listening to you and, and it feels like you instinctively knew that travel will give you this clarity, this healing you were looking for, but nobody told you. I suppose it's something yeah. that instinctively you knew, right? Yeah. And you were yeah. looking for these answers to, to questions you didn't even know you had. What yeah. answers did you find? What, do, what I always say travel is my greatest professor. What doesn't travel teach us, right? We often travel and we don't realize we don't have questions to begin with oftentimes. And we come back from trips realizing that we've learned or we've met people or we've realized stuff about ourselves or about the world, about anything, um, because travel does that for you. And so I learned who I wanted to be, what truly made me happy, um, what kind of things mattered in my life, what things didn't matter in my life. Um, what I valued, what kind of people I wanted to be around, what excited me. Um, and I knew that I didn't want to have a, a career path that was going to dictate the rest of my life and my schedule. I knew that having this freedom to choose where I wanted to go, when I wanted to work, what I wanted to do was for me. And answering to someone else's um, schedule or requesting time off or asking to take time to travel somewhere was not something I was going to do the rest of my life. And I knew that. Um, not saying that's not for everybody. So a lot of people, you know, enjoy that structure. But for me, traveling taught me and showed me that I need a more freedom-based lifestyle, not knowing eventually I would start two businesses, but just that So I think we, we listen. Um, we lost you with the sound, Sahara. Can you hear us? Yeah, sorry, the call. Ah, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what I hear is you were looking for something that maybe didn't exist. So what what did you do when you come back? What kind of career path did you choose? Well, yeah, of course I had to make money somehow to travel. Um, I made my money all on my own and traveled off of my own money, um, which is a mis conception that a lot of travelers get often is that someone pays for their trip or anything. I've never had that um, out of my 74 countries that I've been to. Um, so yes, I've worked so many different jobs. I was living in Chicago at the time and Chicago can be very lucrative. There's so many opportunities and I always came back and I worked jobs that fulfilled me, that interested me, that um, taught me something. So I was doing everything from, um, you know, restaurant work uh, is where I made a lot of my money. I got to meet a lot of tourists in Chicago who were dining at the restaurants. I got to learn about their countries and get more new ideas, learn about new cultures and languages. Um, so it was a taste of travel when I was not traveling. Um, and I did things like online marketing and just a lot of different things. I, I love spending time with kids. So I got to do, I babysat and nannied anything that I could find that would make me money. I did that 
I enjoyed and that was going to bring me happiness. I was not going to work. I didn't work for jobs that didn't value me or um, what I was capable of doing for them or that I just didn't enjoy. So I worked in sales for 12 years for fragrance companies. Um, so I traveled to different locations throughout a couple states. Um, those, my bosses for that knew that I was someone who was gonna travel when I wanted to. So they gave me the option to just ask for hours when I returned home. So I knew that I always had something to turn back to, whether it was restaurants or jobs that I worked. Um, but I did travel only I, but I never worked while traveling. I always worked when I returned home. I didn't want to take away from my time traveling. So the big question is now, when did you decide, when did you know that you were a travel coach? Yeah, that's the million dollar question, right? Um, well, I always gave myself uh, a cushion in my life to figure out what I was going to do. I was perfectly happy traveling for 10 years um, on and off working random jobs and then seeing the world. Um, I knew that I needed that time to figure out who I was and what I wanted out of life. And we often get so hard on ourselves for not knowing answers at certain times in our life. And that's really unfair for us to do to ourselves because Oftentimes, or most of the time, things come with experience and it's all a matter of timing. So we may not realize something or learn something until later down the road, which you can't fast forward in life. Um, so I knew that I was not, I didn't know, for each moment in my life, I knew that there was more for me to know and figure out. Um, so I gave myself that window of time. And therefore, I always said when I'm 30, I'm, for some reason, I just, threw a number out there and said, when I'm 30, I'll figure out my life. I'll figure out, you know, where I want to kind of not settle down. I don't like to say that, but like, I don't know what I want to do and where I want to be. Um, cause I knew that I was not going to want to hop around the globe for the entire rest of my life. I wanted other things in my life too, like a family and relationships and to uh, be toward with my mom and my dog and stuff too. Um, so when I figured, so I said, I'm 30, 30 came and I had to figure things out. I was like, crap, now, now what? Um, I went to work to the school of online, a uh, school of internet. And I Googled what kind of jobs do exist that people, I knew that I had to create something. That's the thing. I knew that I was searching forever. Nothing was out there that I was interested in when it came to travel. I didn't want to be a travel agent, a travel designer. I didn't want to plan and book trips. I had no interest in that. I didn't want to work for a company that quote unquote paid me to travel. Um, and I just, I didn't want to be a blogger. I didn't want to be a writer, an influencer. None of these things aligned with what I wanted to do. Um, I had a very different take on what I wanted to do with travel and I hadn't found anything that satisfied that. So I knew that I had to create something myself. What? I had no idea. So when I went to the school of online, Google and YouTube to figure out what kind of options do, do people start? What kind of businesses do people start? I toyed around with so many different ideas in the very beginning of my journey. 
everything from like drop, drop shipping because I was really, I loved bringing back different um, types of things as gifts. So I wanted to make that accessible for those who didn't travel. Um, but there's so much more that goes with that. And eventually I realized that's not what I really wanted to do. So I toyed with different ideas, but I knew that my travel experiences were really unique, that I loved empowering people to travel, telling them why it's important to travel or pulling it out of them of why they really want to travel. And there wasn't a title to this. There wasn't, um, someone I can turn to to say, how did you do that? What do you do? How do you work with people or who do you help? But I knew that's what I personally was interested in doing because it's what I had been doing throughout all my travels, whether it was through my blog, personal private messages, people messaging me, family and friends. Um, I wanted people to experience the healing powers of travel, which we all do, but identify that, use that and do something with it. Um, and know that it was possible for people to travel on their own budget, on their own time frame, and they can incorporate travel in their life more than, you know, just change the perspective on travel. A lot of times people think that you have to be really wealthy to travel, or it's one time a year, or that companies don't value that. So as I was doing research and I came across, I just started learning more about travel in the sense of the logistics of it. What kind of data and research is out there on the benefits of travel? How does travel impact our mental, physical, spiritual, emotional well-being? And as I was doing that, I also was paying attention to the conversations online and that I had had with people, friends, family, people traveling on I would always hear people say, "Well, I wish I could do that or I wish I did go there or one day or you know, if I could start over in life, I would do this over again, or um, I wish that my job would let me travel um, somewhere, or, you know, I didn't use my vacation days, and I should have, and, or I quit the corporate world, I quit the nine to five to travel. That's something you hear all the time. It's such like a trend. And I was like, well, that's really interesting that people are quitting their job to travel. And it's not that they are getting into the travel industry long term. It's just that they're using travel as that, um, that outlet, that temporary outlet that they need. So what, why, what is so powerful about travel? And that's what I was interested in. And that's where I started doing the research on the benefits of travel. And that also through my personal stories and experiences started diving into the corporate wellness and also business travel aspect and how, um, you know, the business travelers were being getting so burned out from travel. And I had a story. I remember a business traveler I was I met on a plane and he was um, we we're on a long flight from like Thailand to India or something. And I was just in my midst of my backpacking days and I had no point of why I was traveling where I was going. I was just going anywhere. And he was obviously traveling for business and we sparked conversation and he was asking me that he was really curious about my journey and my travels and here sat a man in a business suit who had everything right on paper he had a great salary a great title a family um a marriage a great house i traveled for business which people are like yeah i want to i want to get paid to travel 
and he was so unhappy and he was like, Oh, I wish that I could have done that. Or I wish I could have seen that when I was there. Or I don't do anything, but stay in my hotel room and go to meetings. And I was like, well, that's like a, sh I didn't say this to him, but I was thinking about it years later. And I was like, well, that's a shame. Like there's a reason why companies travel for business. There's proof and science behind how travel can help people in their work life. And that's when I started digging into that, all of that. And I also realized that there was the online coaching world was really booming and I just put two and two together. I didn't see anyone who called themselves a travel coach. I didn't hear about the term travel coaching, nothing. I, to me, it made sense. There were so many different business coaches, life coach, health coach, fitness coaches. I was seeing them all. And although I didn't hear the words travel coach, that is just something I knew that resonated with me. And I didn't care that I didn't see anyone who didn't call themselves that. I wanted to call myself that. And that's when I became a travel coach and found out, figured out my niche in the corporate world. And then that's when I had people reaching out to me online saying, hey, like, what's a travel coach? That sounds interesting. Or that might be something I'm interested in. Or I might be doing something already like that. Who did you learn it from? What'd you do? And I didn't have anyone to turn to send them to. So I created the Travel Coach Network myself. So that's when I started both my businesses at the same time. My God, Sahara. So that's, I suppose, being the pioneer here, right? So you need to uh, set up the, the path and open lots of doors. But I, I, I love how you say these uh, two powerful concepts, travel and coaching together, didn't exist, just I created it. And can I ask, how, how many years ago was that? It's, it's something recent, right, that happened? Yeah, it was three years ago. I think it was. Yeah, three years ago. 2000, end of 2018 is when I started my um, business journey, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I mean, and, and like any business, um, that especially two brand new concepts, it took me years to solidify and build a solid foundation for them, which, you know, I'm still working on, but as they both definitely have taken off. So um, I couldn't be happier with what I do. Three years is, is like a, travel coaching is a baby, we can say that, right? So it's, it's normal and it's expected that people still get to understand the concept and, and we have lots of questions. I don't know, I, I suppose you also had this question, what's the difference between travel coaching and a travel coach and a travel advisor? What would mm -hmm. you say? Yeah, well, a travel advisor is still going to be someone who helps with that planning process and the booking process. Um, a travel coach really, and a, usually a travel advisor is going to work for a company or work under an umbrella of someone else or something else. And the main difference, and I, I realize that there's a lot of different definitions out there of a travel coach. Some people are just coach travel agents and they're called a travel coach. So I had to define travel coaching within the travel coach network. And uh, what it's, it's a very broad topic because I really just created my definition based on what I wanted, which was just a way for me to find what it is that I knew and loved most about travel, me personally, and how could I build a business out of that? And that's what I inspire others who are travel coaches to do, which is find what it is that you know, that you are passionate about, that you have expertise in, knowledge in, um, because every traveler is different. Some focus on, you know, solo female travelers. Some are moms who travel. Some are black women travelers. Everyone knows something different, 
that another coach or travel expert doesn't know. And that is what I wanted to pull and inspire, pull out of people and inspire them to really think about and figure out, well, what can I do with that? Because a problem I find in the industry, which is why even though I graduated with a degree in hospitality and tourism management, and I spent 10 years really diving into and, and learning about the different job options out there, is that when it comes to travel, job options get very pigeonholed into what you can and can't do. It's been already defined. So anyone who thinks someone thinks of someone in the travel industry says you must, oh, you must book trips. You must tell people where to go. You must plan trips for people. And I don't know why, if you're knowledgeable about travel and you're passionate about travel, why you have to do that. You, there's so many other things you can do with that information. And that's why I wanted to become a travel coach and inspire others who are travel coaches under, under my definition to find what it is that you want to do, who you want to help, how you want to help them, and what kind of impact you want to make. Not saying that you can't do the planning process because a lot of travel coaching has to do with the mindset and that can do with, deal with the um, centered around the planning um, aspect. As for the bookings, no, because that is more of a travel agent um, but there are a lot of travel agents who use travel coaching knowledge and um, um, approach for their marketing, for their branding, for their how they run their business, which I highly recommend people doing. It just is getting to know someone on a much personal level and understanding people as human beings with their own wants and needs so that you can help whether it's educate, inspire, empower, guide them on travel experiences that are really personal to them. So I know how people who is uh, listening now is thinking, yeah, I didn't know travel coaching exists. I maybe need, or I maybe want to hire a travel coach, or maybe I want to become a travel coach myself, right? So is these uh, possibilities that there are now in the travel coach network. Tell us more about the travel coach network and the travel coach certification program. How can help people to become travel coaching? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was um, starting my own travel coaching business, where I focus personally in corporate wellness, business travel, um, hence why I'm here in this beautiful Florida um, doing um, a presentation, but on trans transformative travel and wellness, those are the areas that I'm passionate about. Um, as I was building my business, I wanted to, or I kept track of what that meant what I did, what was necessary and not. And I put that into a program um, because I knew that I wanted to share with others who were, could resonate with my story and my path. I wanted to be able to share with them what I did or what to pay attention to. Because when you're starting a business, there's so much noise out there. There's so It's so easy to get lost into this funnel of what you should buy, do, listen to, try, anything. And you can get your vision and your intent can get lost in that. And I wanted to help filter that out for people who I worked with. So the, I created the Travel Coach uh, network so I could build this community of global travel experts, passionate travelers looking to do more with their knowledge of travel and make a bigger impact and be unique and stand out and help break down the barriers of what is possible for a travel career in the industry. 
Um, and then I start built the travel coach certification program, which started out as just the travel coach program before it was accredited this in 2020 through the international coach federation. Um, so now it's the only program in the world that certifies travel coaches. So, it, and this program I love so much because it is more than just a coaching program. It's more than just a travel program. It's also a business program. I wanted to pour everything that I could into it that I knew helped me or give options of what could help someone else in their own journey. And there's so many people that you can buy the stuff from or programs you can join or certifications you can get online where you're just left to do it on your own or you're left with only with so many missing pieces of, okay, now what? Now I have the certification, like now what? How do I get clients? What do I do? How do I continue on in this industry that's ever changing, especially right now? And I wanted to create a community and a network and a program that allowed that I was able to be accessible and help people in a much more authentic and deeper way. And that is a huge difference between the Travel Coach Network and any other program or certification or just community out there. As you know, as you're part of it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Sahara, I know if people want to know more about that, of course, I'm going to ask you after how they can contact you, how they can contact the Travel Coach Network. But I know there is an event coming up as well. There is a free online event. Can you tell us more about that and how people can can join as well? Yeah, absolutely. So the Women Thrive Through Travel Masterfine event um, is happening um, very soon on May 22nd. And this is our second annual one. And I created the Women Thrive Through Travel Masterfine event during uh, the pandemic. And I did that because obviously the travel industry, hospitality industry was, took a huge hit on, um, from COVID as most industries did, but travel is something we always, we have always turned to for healing, to distress, to connect. And these were all things that were either built, piled upon us during 2020 or taken away from us in 2020. You know, human connection, social interaction, exploration, discovery, and added stress, anxiety, worry, fear. So this this coping mechanism of travel that we've always been able to turn to in our life, there was so much death and everything. I remember my grandmother passed away during 2020 and Um, being able to travel was a way to celebrate her life and, you know, see family and, um, or have time away to myself. And none of that was, I, I was able to do. So I wanted to, and there was so much worry about the future of travel, um, especially for those who are in the travel industry who had a travel business. And I always believed and knew that travel is not going to go anywhere. It's definitely going to change, I believe, for the better. And there's a lot of reasons why, but it wasn't going to go anywhere. Travel is innate in us as humans. Um, It was just a matter of time. So I wanted to create an event that sparked excitement and positivity around the conversation of travel, whether people were only travelers or they had a business or they were about to start a business or they wanted to start a business and travel. Um, 
and bring together those people. So this is our second annual one. Uh, we have a lineup of amazing speakers, including yourself, who range every, from everything from transformative travel to travel storytelling to use in your business, um, traveling teachers, Black women travelers, uh, travel podcast owners, everything. And I wanted to be able to provide a wide range of speakers and experts in the hospitality, tourism, and wellness to, to inspire, to empower, and to provide insight and to build connections with um, the audience. So that's on May 22nd, and I cannot wait because you are also a speaker for it. I'm so looking forward to it. I cannot wait, and I know it's <laughs> going to be amazing. Okay, Sahara, time flies when you are having fun and we are arriving to the end of the interview, but I don't want to let you go until you share with us. You know, I love collecting hidden gems from all around the world. So where, where in your city, region, you think is a must if we will go there, you must, we must visit? Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great question. So I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I've been back living in Wisconsin during um, 2020. And uh it's really a beautiful state and there's this place in the far north of wisconsin called washington island and an area called sister bay and it's stunning and when i went there and i'm a world traveler i don't travel much around the u.s i went there a few years ago and i could not believe i was in my home state uh, or home country and the water was so crystal clear and the lakes um and the nature and everything. So I would definitely recommend visiting Northern Wisconsin. Um, but I also spent seven years living in Chicago and Chicago is a beautiful city at, of its own, but there's a little Japanese garden in uh, Lincoln Park, which is right next to the free zoo that they have in there. But this little hidden place where you find the gate and you go into this Japanese garden and it's really, it's my favorite place there. Not too many people know about it. It's right by the lakefront. Um, and it just gives you a new little world that you just entered in this uh, hustle bustle of the city of Chicago. Wow, beautiful. I can imagine the Japanese garden. <laughs> I would love to be there. Okay, Sahara, but last but not least, where people can contact you? What's the best way? Yeah, um, so I am, of course, I'm here on Instagram. So I'm either Sahara Rose, the travel coach, or on the Travel Coach Network on Instagram. The same for on Facebook. Um, or you can always visit the travelcoachnetwork.com and find me in the community through there as well. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Sahara, for your time and for sharing so much wisdom with us. And I wish you and everybody tuning safe and happy travels. Bye, Sahara. See you next Bye, time. Bye, Sonia. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For new adventures every week, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. For more travel coach insights, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Sonia Cruz Oro. Happy travels!